You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation, and welcome back for another installment of Big Trouble in Little Vagina, the talk that makes your body rock. This program is dedicated to helping you find that most important, most elusive, and most precious of all things, the perfect orgasm. Now, before we get started with today's show, I want to make sure that I remind all you listeners out there that if you're searching for some naughtiness on the internet, then make sure that you're using IjiSearch.com. That's I-J-I-Search.com. By using IjiSearch.com, your dirty little search history will be completely eradicated, and you won't have to explain your deviant porn search to anybody but me. Also, if you're looking for a suggestion on just what kind of naughtiness to look up on the internet, then make sure that you visit our sponsor, Adam and Eve Toys, because when you're in the market for an adult toy, or maybe you need some help finding that perfect adult toy, well, head on over to Adam and Eve Toys, and guess what? By being a renegade listener, you're going to get a hell of a deal. Use the special code BABE69, that's B-A-B-E-6-9, and you're going to get 50% off of one item, but that's not all. You're also going to get some free shipping. They're going to throw in three choice adult movies and a very special Renegade Nation listener gift. And let me tell you this, the folks over at Adam and Eve, they really know how to treat you right. So head on over to them today and pick out something really, really naughty. And make sure you're using that order code BABE69. We're going to be continuing our journey together for a long, deep, and hard look at sex and relationships. Some of the topics are going to be familiar to you, and some are going to be a new and exciting, exotic jungle just waiting for you to come and plunder it. Now, we've spent a great deal of time getting really intimate with each other, but in case you're new to the program, I am the naughty mistress with the mostest, the melodic goddess of getting it on, and the deviant diva, Naughty Nicole Delacroix. And the only thing that I will ever ask of you is that you keep an open mind, put aside what you think you know, sit back and relax as we run down this crazy road of life together. And don't ever forget, orgasms are nature's way of saying, life sucks ass, but here, have a little candy. Now on today's episode of Big Trouble in Little Vagina, I decided that with the Republican National Convention taking center stage, that we'd take a moment to scurry down a little side path from our regular routine and look at the forever intertwined worlds of sex and politics. That's right, we're going to be looking at sex scandals and politics today, and we're not going to be holding back, because sex is a dirty business, but Politics is an even dirtier one. And you do know how I love to get down and dirty. Justified or not, we tend to hold public servants to a higher standard, above temptation and impulse, exempt from human desire. 
But Oscar Wilde said it best for us when he said, Everything in the world is about sex, except sex. Sex is about power. What better for a powerful or power-seeking person than more power or more sex? It shouldn't shock any of you that powerful positions breed opportunities for a myriad of pleasures, including sex. And those most likely to be in power are as faithful as their options, as Chris Rock is want to remind us. That explains how often it seems high-profile politicians seem to find themselves embroiled in scandals. Truth is, sex scandals have been around as long as politicians themselves. From Caesar to Clinton, as long as influence is wielded over another person, sex will be the great democratizer to bring it all down again. And because powerful positions also breed dangerous confidence, we'll always have a story for great news fodder. That these are people who don't hear the word no a lot, and who feel confident that they can outwit the public. The fact that these politicians win a grown-up popularity contest every odd November only seems to rubber stamp the idea that they can do no wrong, let alone get caught doing it. And they seem to get caught with their pants down quite a lot. So, just to wet your whistle with political scandals, I decided I was going to pull a few from history just to remind us that political and sexual scandals are nothing new. To start us out, we're going to stay a little modern, even though we could go back a bit, with Catherine the Great. She was wont to have lots of lovers and lots of scandal around her. But today, we're going to talk about Woodrow Wilson. We didn't need the proof, but we found it we found out that sex and politics are a timeless American pastime. You know, something like hot dogs and beer, but in an entirely different ballpark. An otherwise unremarkable presidency was re-examined when letters to Wilson's wives were made public. The graphic letters, even by today's standards, detailed his sex life in a way that most people could hardly fathom. Each generation has a tendency to believe that we invented sex, but Wilson's letters underscored the idea that politicians have always been interested in what makes us all human, regardless of generation. Moving forward in our time machine brings us to the infamous Gary Hart. Ah, good old former U.S. Senator Gary Hart. Hart was considered to be a decent guy, but was also a powerful precursor to what a nonstop news cycle and scandal can do to an ambitious politician. In 1988, Hart made a viable bid for the Democratic nomination, but was ousted before early primaries, thanks in part to a sordid relationship with one Donna Rice. He was 52. She was 29. Now, he never admitted to the affair, but it became quite clear through reports and pictures that there was something rather inappropriate going on. What makes Hart's case stand out from the rest is that it served as a warning to every politician that has come since. First, don't underestimate the media's appetite. Pre-internet, 
reporters stalked out Hart's home to get the scoop. Second, don't underestimate the news consumption of the American public. Although he never did admit to that affair, his numbers sank instantly, and he never gained a footing in politics again. Now let's fast forward through the wide stance defense of Republican Larry Craig, which only brought to light his outspoken record against gay rights and unwavering conservative voting record toward anything that was remotely related to equality. What we understood from Craig's reported sexual behavior was what Shakespeare warned us about in Hamlet. Craig did, in fact, protest too much. Then there was my personal favorite scandal, Anthony Weiner. Oh, yes. Despite having one of the more unfortunate names in political history, who could forget that headline, Women Love Weiner? <laughs> but he was an up and coming, and yes, that pun was intended, political force in the Democratic Party. The New Yorker was as liberal toward a force in the U.S. Con Congress, with his sights set likely much higher. However, once Americans caught a glimpse of his uh, ambition, his career could be measured in hours from that point forward. Last on this lovely little tour of shame, and no walk of shame would ever be complete without the mentioning of good old Slick Willie himself, Bill Clinton. In the late 1990s, while we were learning about an intern's certain blue dress, we were subconsciously pondering a deeper question. Are we electing politicians or a pope? Ultimately, we settled for the former rather than the latter, and Clinton's legacy isn't solely defined by his uh, Oval Office exploits. Since Clinton, though, we've come to expect and even tolerate politicians' sex lives. All right, my dear listeners, we're just getting started with today's topic, and before we get too far into it, we need to take a moment to visit our sponsors and maybe check out a little music. When we come back from the break, I will be breaking down a recent essay published by your favorite playboy and mine, Hugh Hefner. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. I'm Naughty Nicole, and this is Renegade Talk Radio. Meet me back here, my little heathens, after the break. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. 
So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. And welcome back, Renegade Nation. If you're just tuning in, this is Big Trouble in Little Vagina, and I'm Naughty Nicole. And today our topic is sex and politics. And I hope that during the break, you used itgysearch.com to check out the vast selection of adult toys, movies, and so much more over at Adam Eve adam and eve toys and uh if you didn't maybe you looked up some of the recent political scandals that we've been experiencing now before we took our break i told you that we were going to be looking at a humongously wonderful piece written by mr hugh hefner and i'm really excited to get going on it now if you're interested in reading the piece in its entirety It's entitled The Conservative Sex Movement and was posted to Playboy.com on June 24th of this year. Now, before I jump into it, I do want to clarify that I'm quoting directly from Mr. Hefner's essay and offering up my own thoughts and comments to what he has to say. Mr. Hefner has no association with Big Trouble in Little Vagina or Renegade Talk Radio. But since he so eloquently put into perspective the current political landscape, I really wanted to read the essay for you listeners in its entirety, which I highly suggest that you take a moment and head over to Playboy.com and take a look for it, look at it yourself. It's located under the Freedom Essay section. I think Mr. Hefner is spot on with his assessment, as he has been so many times in the past. And I think that you, renegade listeners, will value and applaud his words. So here we go. This is the conservative sex movement by Mr. Hugh Hefner. Every four years, a new crop of conservative presidential candidates barges into American bedrooms, looking to police what you do and with whom you do it. These politicians, eager to cater to religious voters, campaign on promises to eliminate access to birth control, ban abortion, pass discriminatory laws against gays, and regulate or outright ban any lifestyle or preference that doesn't fit into their Christian crusade to eliminate all sexual activity that doesn't lead to procreation. In the 50 years since the triumph of the sexual revolution, I have personally watched this fight over and over again. Conservative candidates stepping on our sexual freedoms to reach the White House. I'm going to stop right there. That's just the first paragraph. Doesn't it give you chills? Because every president... Every president from the beginning of time since we were a nation has done the exact same thing, trampled on our freedoms in order to reach the White House to cater to the Christian right. Anyways, back to what Mr. Hefner has to say. This year, no candidate beat the drum of sexual repression longer and louder than Ted Cruz. 
The Texas senator has spent his entire political career attempting to force his puritanical agenda into our sex lives. During his time in the Senate, Cruz has proposed bans on IUDs and other forms of birth control he refers to as abortion-inducing drugs, arguing that women don't need access to such methods because we don't have a rubber shortage in America. Okay, I'm going to pause for a second and just go, wow, Ted Cruz is a fucking idiot. Okay, back to Mr. Hefner. He has attacked laws that protect women from being fired by their employers for using birth control, opposed abortion even in cases of rape or incest, proposed an amendment banning same-sex marriage, and promoted anti-LGBT legislation. Last year, Cruz attempted to orchestrate a government shutdown unless Planned Parenthood was defunded and promised that if elected president, he would have the health care organization investigated by the Department of Justice as a criminal enterprise. And yet, despite Cruz's fanatical fixation on our sex lives, he failed to win the Republican nomination. Polls show that voters found Cruz too conservative and failed to embrace his views on sex, women's rights, and gays. Instead, voters nominated Donald Trump, a thrice-married New York entrepreneur who once owned the Miss USA pageant, over Cruz, the son of a pastor. It's a sign of the massive changes in the Family Values Party, and proof of what I've watched building over the past several months, a sexual revolution in the Republican Party. This growing conservative sex movement certainly has implications. After losing two presidential elections, core conservatives realize the time has come for the party to stop pandering to America's fanatical religious minority and give up a losing war to suppress our sexual rights. Polls show that the majority of moderate Republicans are pro-choice, accept gay marriage, and favor politicians who acknowledge that women and men feel free to have sex without any interest in getting married. Political writer Michael Lind recently urged conservatives to dump utopian projects, including the reversal of the sexual revolution. Lind correctly points out the reality that few, if any, Republicans or conservative pundits actually believe that there will be a return to the sexual norms of 1950s America in their lifetimes, if ever. And I'm going to pause again for a moment and just point out that thank fucking God that we're not going back to the 1950s. Okay, back to Mr. Hefner. And at this year's Republican National Convention, a powerful and organized group of some of the party's biggest financiers, calling themselves the American Unity Fund, plan to push the party to embrace same-sex marriage in the official Republican platform, a far cry from the previous platform, which described gay marriage as an assault on the foundations of our society. And I'm going to pause for a second there, because I think Mr. Hefner has it right. How is two people's happiness, regardless of what sex they are, have any way of being an assault on the foundation of our society? Our society's foundation was so that people could pursue happiness. Okay, back to Mr. Hefner. 
the organization's Jerry Ann Henry claimed that the move away from the religious zealotry that has defined the GOP for decades is necessary if the party is to remain viable in the years to come. And my own personal comment on that is, duh, well, at least they're finally starting to see it. Back to Mr. Hefner's fabulous words. Fifty years of progress passed that party by, wh- by whale while its politicians pandered to a small, vocal minority of religious fanatics. When I wrote The Playboy Philosophy in the early 1960s, I warned, nowhere is this unholy alliance between church and state more obvious than in matters of sex. Although that alliance shows signs of fracture, we must remain vigilant. Not all conservatives are willing to recognize that they have lost the war over our sexual rights. Utah Governor Gary R. Herbert recently signed a bill declaring pornography a public health hazard. And I'm going to pause here and go, Mr. Herbert, you are a fucktard. Yes, you are. Porn does not hurt anybody. Okay, back to Mr. Hefner. Conservative governors in Mississippi and North Carolina have signed laws promoting discrimination against the LGBT community. And across the country, attacks continue on Planned Parenthood and reproductive choice as evangelical politicians attempt to circumvent Roe v. Wade with legislation designed to regulate abortion access into oblivion. We have already won those battles, and we will win them again. These are the final skirmishes of a retreating army of self-appointed moral authorities who have been defeated again and again for the past five decades. Americans have rejected those religious fanatics and fought to protect women's rights, reproductive rights, and our right to privacy rather than submit to their Christian view that sex exists for the sole purpose of procreation. Recent polls show that more than 60% of Americans view gay and lesbian relationships, sex between two unmarried people, and having a baby outside of marriage as morally acceptable. Nearly 90% feel the same about birth control. This is no surprise. We won the sexual revolution. It has just taken Republicans 50 years to admit defeat. Now it's time for them to exit our bedrooms and close the door behind them forever. forever. There you have it, my renegade nation. With thoughtful approach and careful observation, Mr. Hugh Hefner has once again shown a light on the evils that threaten the nation in which we live in. And I, for one, will stand up and applaud. All right. My precious little listeners, I'm going to give you a moment to let all that logic sink in. And it's time for us to visit our sponsors. So take a moment, check out what they have to offer, because I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Meet me back here after the break. I'm Naughty Nicole, and you're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina here on Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. If you're just tuning in, this is Big Trouble in Little Vagina, and I am your hostess, Naughty Nicole. And today we've been talking about sex and politics. 
And I hope that during the break, you took the time to use itchysearch.com and head on over to playboy.com and download a copy of Mr. Hefner's wonderful essay on conservative sex. And if not, maybe you decided to take this time to check out the wonderful selection of adult toys, movies, and so much more over at Adam and Eve Toys. So I'm going to switch gears just a, just a little bit for a moment, because there's another story that's been making its way in the news that I wanted to put my two cents in on. Hugh Hefner has done so much for women in general, showing that we should love the human form and that women should embrace themselves and who we are. And unfortunately, it all comes down to some woman making another woman feel bad about herself. Yeah, you guessed it. I'm talking about the Playboy model, Danny Mathers, who posted a Snapchat of a nude woman in a gym shower without said woman's per- permission. Now, personally, I think that Miss Mathers may be considered a beauty on the outside, but inside, I think she's uglier than shit. To make matters worse, Miss Mathers then body shamed the unsuspecting woman by captioning her snap with, If I can't unsee this, then you can't either. Well, Twitter and other social media users were quick to condemn Miss Mathers, who finally responded to the backlash with a series of videos on Snapchat saying the whole incident was a huge mistake and stating that she was new to Snapchat and didn't realize it had posted. Now, here's my take on this, and uh, I'm going to apologize ahead of time to you, Renegade Nation, if I offend you, but... This 29-year-old bimbo seems to think it's funny to violate other people's privacy and post nasty and childish mean girl comments. First off, new or not to Snapchat, you took the fucking picture. Who the fuck gives you the right to take a picture of anyone, let alone someone that was oblivious that you were taking their picture? Second, if someone did the exact same thing to you, you'd have a team of fucking lawyers all over the situation. So take your sorry little videos and shove them up your nasty ass, because nobody's buying it. Lastly, you state that you have, and I quote, chosen to do what you do for a living because you love the female body, and you know that body shaming is wrong, and that's not what you're about, end quote. Bull fucking shit. You're a narcissistic piece of human filth who thinks that because you have a pretty face and slim thighs that the rest of society should give you a pass on your nasty, ugly personality. Truth is, honey, you don't care about other women. You only care about women who are pretty and thin like you. You don't realize that at some point in your life, someone is going to think that you're not all that. Truth is this. The average size for women in the United States is size 12, not 2. And anyone, male or female, who has motivated themselves to try and better themselves, either physically, psychologically, spiritually, or intelligently, deserves respect and encouragement, not childlike behavior meant to tear them down. I know this is hard to hear for you, but how would you feel if someone tried to put you down because of how you look? 
or maybe questioned your intelligence, or maybe questioned your morals and ethics. I think that you knew exactly what you were doing, and somehow you thought that your fans would find it funny. But surprisingly, not every person is as shallow and callous as you are. This is exactly the kind of thinking that is pulling this world apart. We should embrace and celebrate our differences, not try to disrespect each other. We should be offering encouragement and support, not harsh words and childish insults. We should be choosing kindness and love, not hatred and discord. Miss Mathers, you have a lot of growing up to do, and I hope you find the peace and love that you denied the woman you attempted to shame. I hope you learn that it's better to be someone who makes the world a better place by example, rather than trying to change it with your bitter words. Now, just to keep you up to date, according to news outlets, the gym where the whole incident took place has contacted the LAPD after confirming that Miss Mathers is a member of their gym and actually did take the picture. They state that her, her behavior is appalling and puts every member's privacy at risk. They have handled this internally and have notified the police. In fact, they have banned her from every one of their gyms. So let's applaud LA Fitness for taking the high road. With all that said, good luck to you, Miss Mathers. I don't think that your pretty face is going to keep you out of trouble that your ignorant mouth is about to get you into. Well, we've come to the end of yet another episode, and I hope that you enjoyed today's ride. Maybe you learned a little something, or maybe you just like listening to me talk. Either way, if you did, don't hesitate to let me know, and I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at my website, www.nicole-delacroix.com, or on Twitter at at Nicole Delacroix. If you're enjoying what you hear, then pick up a copy of my book, Sexual Confessional, Confidential Admissions from Social Media. It is available on Amazon.com and all other major booksellers. That's our time for today, and I want to thank you for joining me for Big Trouble in Little Vagina here on Renegade Talk Radio. Make sure you join me next time, and let's see what naughtiness we can get into then. Until then, remember, in the immortal words of Slick Willie himself, Mr. Bill Clinton, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I know you guys are impressed that I did that imitation pretty good. All right, my loves. See you next time, my precious little heathens. Till then, keep being naughty.